Hello, fellow concert addicts. Um, this week, we were lucky enough to steal some time away from Mr. Vance Joy. He's on tour, currently supporting his latest album, the third studio album for this wonderful human being. It's called In Our Own Sweet Time. We were able to catch him ahead of his Vancouver show at Rogers Arena. Uh, so, without further ado, here's our conversation with Mr. Vance Joy. Your next album's on its way out. Uh, it looks like it's a couple weeks away. Yeah. Uh, in Our Own Sweet Time, so you must be excited about that. Yes, yeah. yeah, excited. It's yeah. um, yeah, it's um, it's nice to be back on the road, um, and yeah, I, I feel proud of these songs. Like they all kind of um, came over the last two years during the kind of um, COVID lockdown periods, and um, yeah, it's it's nice to come out of that with a body of work. And most of those songs I wrote just not not with even like an intention to. Obviously, I know that you know albums are on the horizon, but yeah, I wasn't. Uh, it was kind of just enjoyable to, to catch up with friends and, and write songs. And so that's, that's where they came from. Oh, nice. Yeah. So just being out like during the pandemic, having that time and just, it's, they came out nat- naturally. You didn't sit yeah. down to write an album or to create that. It just came about. Yeah. yeah. It was just, it was just like, I, I mean, I knew that I was kind of, you know, aiming towards an album, but especially like at the start when there was no real, um, guarantees about when life would resume yeah you know at least in, in the way it was um it was just a way of kind of like um feeling a bit productive and you know I'd, I'd write a song here and there and it was just i mean songs just keep will come regardless of what's uh, around it you know the, the creativity is just there and that was a nice it was just a yeah a, a good way of staying engaged and yeah nice. feeling um yeah, productive or something. Ah, yeah. Perfect. Uh, so I actually, I chatted with you, I think it was back in September when you were in Barcelona, mm. uh, video chat. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Are you, I guess, probably not still living there because of lockdown or anything? Or, yeah. No, I, I, I was, um, I have, I've been there since, so probably since we spoke, I've, I was there all this year until um, two weeks ago when we went oh, and started the tour. So, yeah, I, so, I, so I've kind of, um, yeah, spent most of my time there and. I guess um, who knows what the future will hold, but um, it was nice being there for at least twelve months over the last two years. And I think in in the dream scenario, it would be sometime in Australia, sometime over there. Yeah, um, yeah we'll see. Nice. Yeah. It's drew inspiration from there. It sounds like a beautiful place. So. Yeah, it's it's a nice place. It's like um, it's it's pretty busy. Like I I feel like I started longing for some of the um, expansive like uh, parks and stuff like that that they, they have in Melbourne and, and they have it here too uh, and even when I was in London like they have this, these beautiful big green parks and I was like oh this is so nice because in Spain it's a bit more like you can find beautiful nature yeah. but if you're in the heart of the city you're it's busy it's busy and there's like things everywhere <laughs> there's things everywhere yeah. and there's not much green yeah um, but it is a great place it's, fu- it's, it's, it's funny living in like a place that's kind of a tourist destination because yeah, I guess it doesn't take long for that to kind of uh, a little bit to wear off. But yeah. anyway, it is, it's a great place. And I did find inspiration there and I found it to be a, a cool place to, um, yeah, just have new experiences. And I'm yeah. sure that that finds its way into the songs. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. Um, so your single, uh, Missing Pieces, uh, won an area and an APRA award. Yeah. Um, I always wondered, like, what do you do with your awards do you have some display for them or they just end up in the back of a uh, closet somewhere uh those ones i haven't got my hands on. oh they don't you haven't even got them yet i don't know if i got the best video maybe i do yeah. i don't know sure yeah. i know that 
the director Annalise, who who I worked with, and she was just wonderful director. Yeah. Um, I think she might have her, oh, her okay. award, but I have one at home. Yeah. Uh, from a, from like a previous uh, awards, yeah. and um, I don't know. It just kind of hangs out on the bench. It's really sharp. The aria <laughs> is is really sharp. Oh, so right. I kind of feel like it's like a hazard. Yeah. So you don't I want don't, somebody to. Look, I, don't, I don't want anyone to like to be too themselves. close to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think my parents have a couple. My parents have like it's like a GQ <laughs> Artist of the Year award. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like it's funny. Like. I remember when I was in 18, I used to really care about my awards. Like, yeah. I'd have, like, sporting awards, and I'd be like, this is my yeah. trophy cabinet. Yeah. But now it's like, I don't have, I don't have like, that equivalent now. Yeah. <laughs> That's very cool. Yeah, I just wondered, because, you know, mm. artists get these awards, and I just wondered, is there some display case? But, yeah. you know, that makes sense. Yeah, I know. I guess it's funny, because, like, all awards are the same. Like, even if you got a Grammy, it's, like, the yeah. same as, like, the Encouragement Award in yeah. football. Like, it's in terms of, like... If you have an attitude to one, you, you can't idolize another one. But yeah. I think, yeah, I can imagine people that have like just walls, walls of like Grammys and stuff, and, <laughs> yeah. and fair play. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Very cool. Um, so I guess it's around eight years ago I first saw you here uh, open for Young the Giant two nights in a row. Mm. Um, it's kind of cool, you know. Fast forward to now, eight years later, you're headlining Rogers Arena. Um, cool. How does that, you know, reflecting on that, how does that feel? To go from there to here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think Vancouver, like Canada in general, mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, all our shows in Vancouver have been really special. And I think even from those Young the Giant shows, the crowd was so so into us that we were like, oh, this is great. Like, maybe we found a special audience um, who's like, you know, into what, what, what um, my songs. And yeah. so that, I feel like that, that was kind of evidence then even a little bit. And then... Every time we've come back, they've just been great shows. I remember playing at the Orpheum in 2017. Yeah. And that, that was really cool. It was the first show of a tour we did around North America, and it was just like set the tone. And it was like it was like one of the best shows of the whole tour. You know, even that, just the first night, we were like, oh, we've nailed it. Yeah. And some of the shows kind of like you go through like a mid-tour slump where you're kind of like people are like, oh, and then you rally towards the end. But yeah. that first one was really good. Um, so, uh, and yeah, I think... For whatever reason, maybe it's just been an investment of time and, you know, whatever. I yeah. don't know why. Maybe maybe in Australia and Canada there is a similar appreciation for musical people. I don't know how it works, but there's been a really amazing kind of uh, audience building here. So. Nice. Yeah, it's definitely, I've, I've seen you a lot, I perform here a lot. So, uh, yeah, it's nice to see you back here again after all this stuff that's been going on with the pandemic and stuff. Yeah. Um, you've always just been a man on stage with a guitar. It always seems like you have a band and stuff like that. Mm. But now arenas getting to that place. Is there any part of you that's like thinking choreographed dances to a Riptide <laughs> remix? You know what I mean? Like moving it to some crazy level or is it always just about the music? Um, I, I mean, I, I do think about what could be done and I think I'm pretty like... I'm not that proactive or active when it comes to like, how can I enhance my performance? But I also think maybe I should, maybe I could be a bit more because um, I, I feel like over the over the last four years and just overdoing it for a while, I feel much more confident in you know my guitar playing. I can play to a click track finally well now. Like it took a while, but um, so I think I don't know. Yeah, look at artists like Ed Sheeran who does a lot with like a. Um, like a, a loop pedal and I'd love to try some stuff that's like that where it's like you really max out your own ability because I, I you know I play guitar and sing and that's that's cool and I think that's probably the extent to it, of it and it's enough but I just think of like 
if you give yourself some real challenges to step outside your comfort zone, not choreographed dances necessarily. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but just taking new yeah. chances and experiencing new mm. ways of performing and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take some chances. Maybe you will turn over, you know, some other side that you can you can show. I get what you're, what you're capable of when yeah. you're when you really have to. So yeah, that that would be cool. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. Yeah. No, I, the being the guitar, the man with the guitar on stage is very central focus. I always just wondered mm. if there's pressure, you get to that point where people are like, oh, let's do all this crazy stuff. And it's like, no, I'm just making music. Yeah. yeah. But that makes sense. Like just exploring new things and new ways of performing. Yeah. 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 I mean, absolutely. Yeah. No, you, you said it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, you're, you know, on tour and, uh, you know, there's the rigors of doing all this <clears throat> stuff, dealing with the media, dealing with all sorts of stuff, being mm. different cities. Do you have anything to like help keep sanity on the road anything that you tend to do in each city or mm, what i do i think um i like i and i just like wandering around i i just like wandering around the streets and hanging out with the band so i think hanging out with having you having some friends on the road with you is great so like everyone on tour is like friends and mm-hmm. um got a great band and, um hang out with my manager rage she's, she's she's all right and uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> but um yeah so i think um i think it's just the it's, it's nice to be surrounded by great people and yeah. you don't feel you know I remember when I when I first did touring like a, and it was it was really cool too but I you know it was just like a 24 year old kind of I was probably still a bit green you know maturity wise and so I was like yo I'd hang out with my tour manager at the time and he would do my sound as well and it, it, it was great but it's like it's nice now I've got like old friends on the road and it's yeah. like a, a group of people and yeah. so it's like you feel much more like Everybody yeah. falls into their roles, and mm. you have people to lean on, and you know, feels more like you're taking home with you a little bit, exactly. maybe or something. Exactly, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. That yeah. like my saxophone player will, um, he's a great dude, but he lives down the street from me in Melbourne, oh, so it's crazy. like, yeah. it's all kind of very like that taking home with you, and yeah. yeah I mean, my guitar tech Claire has been working with us for I don't know four or five years, maybe longer, and then everyone's been in their in their roles for a long time, so it's. Yeah, it's very much like another form of normal. Very cool. And uh, um, actually, that leads me to my next question. Um, Outside of the people in the band and other people you tour with, have you ever, because you're out on tour for sometimes, you know, weeks or months at a time, have you ever brought family or friends with you on tour? And if so, how did that work out? Is it weird, kind of? Um, Actually, it's it's always awesome. But like, it's always, often my, my brother worked for a little while in Ottawa. Um, in his job so I would come there and my, my sister was you know doing a trip in America so we all you know converged there and then my brother was in Berlin working and then my sister visited and we all converged there so it was kind of like uh, and my sister came for on the tour bus a couple of times maybe a couple of nights here and there friends sometimes jump on the bus for a couple of nights it's always actually the such a nice thing it's like really fun and they're kind of on a holiday um and I'm doing a bit of work, but there is still plenty of windows just to hang out. Yeah. And and it's like the little things. It's not like we have to go sightseeing necessarily. Like just spending time. Just spending time, and yeah. it might just be like wandering around the venue or like whatever, getting breakfast or whatever. It's yeah. just those things are really cool. And I, yeah, my girlfriend came last week to London for a few days, and it, it's it's fun. It's just really actually breaks it up, and nice. uh, yeah, it's nice for the band to see the friends and family backstage as well because they're like, oh, they're like. They give you a really, really uh, real response after. Yeah. Like they're like stoked that yeah. you played well, and they're like, "Oh my god, you guys did good." You guys, yeah, yeah. yeah so Revitalizes fun. you a bit, and you know, 
having that, you know, sort of restores your heart a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah. It definitely does that. Very cool. Well, I only have one last question for you. Something to ask everybody. Um, are there anybody, any artists that you're listening to right now that you should think more people should check out? Any? Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Who, who should people check out? Damn. I feel like I listen to, who am I listening to? Check my phone. Your, op- your opener, Bujera. Oh yes, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, Bujera. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure how to pronounce that, but yeah. It's gone forever. <laughs> yeah, Bujera. Yeah. Um, there's a band called Big Scary from Melbourne. Okay. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was listening to Bujera today, and uh, so smooth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the soul in that voice. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and also uh, Emma Louise, she's been around for a while, but okay. she's um, she she writes really great songs. She's really talented, amazing, amazing songwriter. Very cool. Um, but then I was also this is not this is not unknown artist, but there's just a song. That, there's a great cover by the Lumineers. They did a cover of Just Like Heaven. Okay. By the uh, by the Cure. Oh, okay. And, and it's very a, good. It's, it's really good. It's okay. really beautiful. Like it just brings the lyrics right into focus. It's cool. Very cool. Well, I appreciate that very much, and I appreciate your time. Thank and you. And I hope you have a wonderful show tomorrow night. <laughs> Thank and, you. And yeah. uh, have a wonderful day. Jamie, thank what you a so pleasure. Well, we'd like to thank Mr. Vance Joy for his time. As always, he's a pleasure to talk to and just a delightful human being. To everybody who listened to this podcast, thank you for your time, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Live, love, rock and roll. <laughs>